With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. I'm Bernie Lucas. My least favorite four-letter word is busy. Life in 2018, especially in the DMV, is busy, busy, busy. There doesn't seem to be enough time to get things done at work or at home. Job consolidation increases the workload. School activities with the kids adds to the to-do lists. How do we manage this? For the next few minutes, we'll get some answers to that question from working life expert, Mary Abijay. Feeling pressured for time as always. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. We have a timer in this room. I know. We got 15 minutes for this. Yes. So the basics, what is time management and why is it important? Yeah. So time management is so important, especially as you said in your opening, there's so many demands on our time, right? And there's things that we have to do. There's things that we want to do. There's obligations. There's responsibilities. And God forbid you want you know, throwing any fun in your life. And there's so much coming at us all the time. So it is really important. And at the end of the day, time management is really about self-management, right? It's about taking, making some conscious choices, having some emotional intelligence around what you're choosing to do, what you actually do, and what you let go of doing. So let me ask you a question, Bernie. I'm going to give you a little quiz. If I gave you $86,400 and you had to spend it, would you know how you're going to spend it? I'd know I'd spend part of it, yeah. Yeah, but would you think about it? Would oh, you, yeah. yeah. So, I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. plan it out. Yeah, if I said you couldn't save any of it, you had to spend it, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd take some time to think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the exact same number of seconds in a day. 86,400 <laughs> seconds in a day. And it's so funny, like, and we're not getting those back. Like, once they're gone, yeah. they're gone. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing about time management is to really understand that your time every day is a limited resource. And you get to decide how you're going to spend that resource. Yeah. Are some people better at that than others? Oh, yeah. Some people are really good at it. And some people are really <laughs> bad at it. Um, and the people that are really good at it um, are the people that actually take the time to think about what really do I need to get done today. And, you know, we have to weigh that against so many things. Um, it's not only what I need to get done. What do I want to get done? What's the best for my life? You know, it's about making the choices that are going to bring about the types of things you want to have happen in your life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about procrastination? Sometimes we put off things just be- and we'll say, oh, we work better under pressure. Yeah. But I mean, is that a real thing? Yeah. You know, actually, you're going to be glad to hear this, Bernie, that it <laughs> is a real thing. Uh, so there's, uh, there's a level of stress that happens um, uh, when projects are due. Um, so if you think about it, it's called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-E-S. And uh, psychologically speaking, when you're too far away from a deadline, a lot of people don't have that sort of drive to make stuff happen. Then there becomes this sort of sweet spot for people where the pressure, you start to feel the pressure, and that's when people get very creative and they get very productive. And that sweet spot may look different for you than for me. For, so for me, it might be maybe a week before something's done. Mm-hmm. For you, it might be you know hours before. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the key is, though... Uh, to use that procrastination wisely, if you go into the danger zone, like it goes into a red zone, too close to the end, then people start to panic and they can't focus as well and their product isn't as good.
Yeah, I, I've I've definitely been there, and that's it's changed <laughs> a lot of behavior on my part over over the years. Uh, and I actually, in my head, I make an artificial deadline ahead of the real yeah. one. I even do it in my Outlook and anywhere else, so that if if I get in that mode of the pressure thing. And then I get overwhelmed. I still have a little bit of a buffer. A bit of free- and what you just said about making yourself an artificial deadline is really a great is a great way for anyone to start managing their time uh, and to say like, here's the deadline for this because most people work much better under a deadline, knowing when something is due. Mm-hmm. I know if a client asks me, you know, could you get this to me in the next couple of days? Well. <laughs> That falls off my radar, mm-hmm. but if so, or if I even say to them, "I'll have it to you by close of business Monday," even if they're like, "Fine, I don't care," um, that gives me a deadline. Yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, I know this is your favorite word, multitasking. Ugh. We hear it a lot. Does it help? Does it exist? No, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's it's bunk. It's bunko. There's no such thing as multitasking. Multitasking is what what the human brain really does is it's called toggling. Um, your executive function, you can only do one executive function at a time. Uh, for example, you can only read or speak at the same time, right? Or uh, at one time. Uh, so you can't really be reading something and actually taking in clearly what somebody is saying. What you can do is toggle back and forth between executive functions. And so young people think they're multitasking because their little brains are young and they toggle faster. Yeah. But the neuroscientists have told us the older we get, the less we toggle well, right? Our slower our toggling becomes. And this toggling back and forth, especially between uh, tasks that require concentrated focus, uh, it can take up to like 20 minutes to get back to the level of focus that you had. And so we have to stop thinking that multitasking works because it doesn't. And there have been studies that have shown that it is a multi-billion dollar problem in America uh, that in the loss of productivity. And I even showed a couple other statistics that um, uh, if you think you're multitasking and you do it all the time, you can have a 40% drop in productivity. And here's the kicker, a 10% decrease in your IQ. And added stress. So you just wow. got to stop. You got to stop the multitasking and learn to love the monotasking. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or accept the toggling concept. Accept you know? it when you're yeah. young enough to do it. But right, even right. with the young people, if it's a focused uh, thing, something that you really have to concentrate on is going to still take you. You're going to lose time coming back to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm Bernie Lucas. We're talking with Mary Abajay, employment expert, also author of a book called Managing Up, which me, in baby. a different conversation we uh, we have talked and will talk about the book. Okay, time management. Uh, while we have time in this segment, <laughs> give us some tips on effective time management. All right, so a couple things. First of all, it's around you have to set goals. Uh, and if we're, let's talk about it in the workplace. Uh, uh, because that'll make it just easier to, be, to focus you know, on it. So in the workplace, yeah. like it, it's going to sound so simple, but it's true. You have to set goals every day. Every day you should walk in, you should have uh, goals. Here are the goals for the day. And of those goals, you need to prioritize what's the most important things to get done. Try not to have more than three if possible, unless they're small things, but be really clear what are those priorities. And then once you have those priorities, you want to be able to manage the time you're going to put into them. So one of the key challenges for people with their time management is we're not quite 
honest with ourselves or aware enough of how much time each of these projects are going to take. You're nodding your head because yes, we both know like, there, oh, that'll yeah. take me five minutes. When in fact, history has shown you it's going to take you 90 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, so you want to have an honest assessment of the time it's going to take for you to do these projects. So you want to then set those priorities every morning. And then midway through the day, you want to sort of monitor and adjust because there are going to be things that are going to come up or it, you're going to realize I can't do this project because Bernie still owes me some information, <laughs> right? So you want to adjust those every day um, or throughout the day. Um, and you want to make sure that you're controlling what else is coming in at you, right? Yeah. Someone else's emergency isn't necessarily your priority, right? So those are some things that you want to do. You also want to think about finding your peak energy, yeah, I was going to ask about that. Is like is time of day a factor in this? Yeah, and I love this. And I think Daniel Pink talks about this in his book, When. Uh, so everybody has peak energies, right? So you can simply take a piece of paper and start out like at 5 in the morning and make a little hash mark until like, you know, midnight. And then, and then go have a low mark and then a high mark. And then just draw a graph like when are you energized? When are you most alert? What's your peak energy? And make yourself a little, a little, a little chart. And you know, you're either gonna be a lark, you know, a hummingbird <laughs> or a night owl, right? So a lark <laughs> is someone who's very uh, alert in the morning. That's, That's the their morning best person. time. The hummingbird's kind of mid-morning to yeah. mid-afternoon. And then those night owls are, you know, people who really get ramped up four o'clock and love to work in the midnight hours. So the, this can be really helpful to you because you'll want to put the projects or the kind of work that you're doing that requires the most creativity or focus or concentration during your peak hours, mm -hmm. right? So for me, my peak hours are in the morning, like I uh, from like 7 a.m. until about 1. And then I start to, you know, get a little. So it would be ridiculous for me to use those peak hours to answer email, right? Because that doesn't take a lot of, I mean, right, it right. does take thought. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. So once you know what your peak hours are, you want to really use those to schedule the most important projects. And then you also want to protect that time, right? So I'm very careful not to set up calls or meetings during those peak hours when I have projects that require that sort of focus. Yeah. And that's, that's difficult sometimes with all the, the multitasking job kind of descriptions that we all have now. Yeah. And, you know, it also gets hard is, is saying no to people. You mm -hmm. know, someone asks you to do something, we want to say yes right away. And sometimes we could we could just push back slightly and say, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to get that for you. Can I get it to you by the end of the day? Or when do you actually need it? So you can always negotiate some of those requests. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but sometimes I say um, I've got a couple of things ahead of it. Yeah, I yeah. think that's absolutely fine. I think yeah. it's about being honest right. uh, with what you're doing and, and what your time management is. And most of the time, I mean, if it's your boss, that's a different story, right? But if it's a colleague, yeah. uh, maybe if it's your boss, you could just say, I have these other five priorities. I'm happy to push this ahead if this is a higher priority. Yeah, you're assessing yeah. Their, their priority level too. Exactly. Sounds like you have to read the book Managing Up to, to learn more about yeah, that part. <laughs> that's true. You know, and the other thing you, you should do is when you think about how you're using your time, another great thing is to really take what we call make yourself a desk audit hmm. and spend a day, you make a, a four part, a four, a four grid chart, things that are important or not important. And then are they urgent or not urgent? Hmm. And one, you know, after a week, Take, like, sit down, look over everything you did, and then put those in one of those four boxes. Did you spend your time on things that were important and urgent? Urgent but not important? 
Yeah. Not important, not urgent. Uh-huh. You know that sort of thing, and then you can kind of get a sense of how well you how well you do at actually assessing what's important and urgent. Yeah. Biggest change I've had to make is that I have a tendency or had a tendency to look at the things I could get the most done quickly. Yeah. Which is fine, except that wasn't always the highest priority. Right. But you know what? You know, and I'm like that sometimes too. And I say that's a good strategy for when those days where you're just like a little, a little, um, a little like lagging, like mm. a little tired, yeah. you need a little yeah. inspiration. Sometimes just checking off a couple things on your mm. to-do list could actually energize you, yeah. right? Yeah. Or those things that have been weighing, like I do recommend every week you pick the one thing that you have been weighing on your mind that you haven't got done and just get it done. You will feel so much better and energize yeah. yourself. Yeah, read somewhere that's it's often good to start with the worst thing yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I've read that too, you know, and I think that really depends on on the person. Like sometimes, yeah. like if I know I have 30 things on my plate and one thing is really hard and the other 29 are easy, I might start with the 29. Hmm, yeah. If I know I can get them done, but I have to be honest with myself. Yeah, that's true. All right, another word since we were talking about four-letter words. This one's got significantly more, but delegation. Oh, delegation. Does it help or can we even do it anymore? Yeah, delegation does help, but you have to know how to delegate well. Mm-hmm. So you always be looking. I always tell my my clients and my uh, my the managers and leaders I work with is really look what you can delegate. And you don't want to delegate just, just the crappy stuff. Like you want to delegate good stuff. And when you delegate things to people, uh, make sure you're giving them enough information, enough autonomy to actually do it well. So don't just say, take care of X. Uh, Let people know exactly what needs to be taken care of. Can you write this report for me? It needs to cover these three areas. It needs to be double-spaced. I need it by Wednesday. And the client is going to use this to assess blah, blah, blah. So you want to give them enough information uh, so they can do it well. Yeah. Speaking of time management, we have a minute to go. Is what, what other priority would you suggest in this minute that we have? So I would say one of the great ways to focus, there's a new technique. Well, it's not even a new technique, but it's a, it's a great technique that I've been using a lot and some of my clients are loving it. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. Okay. Um, and I saw that written yeah, somewhere, but it's what, a what free, is that? It's a free online app. And the way oh. it works is this. It makes you go, it makes you for 25 minutes turn everything off, right? All your alerts, all your tweets, your your uh, emails, and you have to pick one thing and focus on it solely for 25 minutes. The other 25 minutes, the timer goes off and it forces you to take a five minute break. You can check email, you can take a walk, stand up, and then boom, you're 25 more minutes back in. And they suggest you do this like four times in a row. And I'm telling you, it totally works. You get so much done. Pomodoro method, Google it, use it, love it. It will change your life. Awesome. All right. Mary Abijay, workplace expert and author of Managing Up. Um, how can we learn more about your various projects you and what we've talked visit about? Visit me on my website, careerstonegroup.com, or tweet me at Mary Abijay. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.